everybody. Welcome to Jimmy Sanders on the Truth Podcast. Let's get this show on the road. I'm supposed to hit the stop right there. And it worked out perfectly. Jeff Schultz, new intro for me. Thank you. Megadeth cheese ball. <laughs> God bless him. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, anyway, yeah, this is Jimmy Sam with another truth. What is going on, y'all? Hope you're all doing fine. I'm doing great. Um, uh, having some decent news with the parents. Ain't nothing great, but it's better than it's been. So I'm taking it. Around, oh, I think it's nine o'clock at night here on the 23rd of January, February, March. Yeah. <laughs> A rainy evening, but I haven't been sleeping the past few nights worth of shit, so I thought I'd uh, stay up and say hello to you all, try and bust out a little uh, quick podcast. I uh, got some more interviews coming up with some great people. I can't wait to uh, let you guys hear them and for me to record them. <laughs> uh, it should uh, keep me busy about uh, this weekend. And I was just updating my Mac, which is, uh, oh, you know about a half hour away from being done, which for me probably means about an hour. But holy smokes, what else has been going on? Oh, (laughs) I think what inspired this, like most things in my life, was a lot of hate tonight. Oh, excuse me. The wife and I just got done watching uh, Halloween Kills, Kills, Kills. I don't know what it's called. The newest one. And what an abysmal piece of poop that was. (laughs) But it's it's if it weren't for those horrible movies, that would mean uh, you know some aspiring filmmaker might think it'd be hard to make a movie, <laughs> and obviously it's not, because holy crap, that thing was strung together with uh, lies and uh, horrible writing, barely a plot. The best part was, and this is the only thing that saved it for me, was the effects. It looked like they went, it was all, to me, it looked like mostly practical effects with means, you know, blood squirting everywhere, fake knives, and, you know, Michael did uh, kill everybody. It was pretty wild. He uh, had a very good uh, neck fetish in this movie, so a lot of neck death. (laughs) It's going to be the name of my next metal band. Oh, man, but whoa, what a stinking pile of turd. If I had about seven more lives to live, I would definitely make a horror movie. Because <laughs> no matter what, it's got to be fun. Well, we were so happy, the wife and I. We haven't uh, sat down and watched a movie together in a little while. So we cheese ball through it. We had to shut it down like three times as we're watching. I'm just like, she's like, do you want to watch it? I'm like, no. Because we got to watch it. <laughs> we got to finish it. We're this far in. <laughs> uh, the sad part is by the end, it was no better. 
What a turd. Just uh, horrible acting and uh, the lamest of, I don't even know if you'd even call it a plot. Just, you know, amazing. Michael's alive. He's back. He's making a beeline for the old house. The coolest couple was this uh, that he, he did end up murdering was, uh, I think it was Big John and Little John. It's a gay couple. But, oh, my God, they were like, they were like the, dude, the two dudes that bought the old house knowing its history of Haddonfield, Illinois. And uh, they got it for the spook factory. You know, they were just digging the place and smoking a bunch of weed and doing whatever they do there. And it was like they were the, they were the only characters in this whole movie with any depth, including the main characters. <laughs> it's just like, and they were just like side characters, but they were the only ones I gave a crap that when they died. <laughs> the rest was like, oh my god, Mike, Mike, just hurry up and make this end. <laughs> but still, it's better than no horror movie. So uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, Checking out a couple more coming up here. I forgot what they were called. I want to check out Dave Grohl's new movie. I heard that's a pretty good cheese ball. I think it's called 666. I don't know, something, The Devil's Butt. I don't know, I'm not sure. But no matter what, Dave Grohl's pretty cool, so I'm sure it's going to at least be funny. Whoo, what else has been going on? Oh, I'm still on the old uh, losing weight train. The wife and I have... Uh, I found out there was a term for this, for what we're doing. I did not know that. It was called, uh, what's it called? Obviously, we're fasting. I told you guys about that. But it was some called like IMAD or I-Mode diet. I-Mode diet. Was that it? Come on, let's click it. No, it's definitely not the Italian Mediterranean organic diet. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but that's normal. Uh, anyway, we're just, uh, oh my God, my computer blew up. Nope, there it goes. Woo! It's back, baby. Do something. There you go. Oh, 27 minutes. We're rocking now. <laughs> Updates are so stupid. Uh, please don't give me any viruses. What else been going on? It's been a kind of a quiet week. It's been raining like a mofo out here, so it's... Uh, Making me old bones hurt. That's always great. Um, who else? Was I talking to anybody else this week yet? Well, my buddy Jeff Schultz, as he said, he uh, uh, texted me with those songs, and we end up uh, bullshitting for about an hour. Should have made it a podcast. It was good. We are talking about everything we know about uh, mental health. So <laughs> that was pretty fun. Just uh, bouncing off... Uh, not ideas, but just, uh, I don't know, talking about the world and shit like that and people's minds, what's going on these days, which is also another guest I'm trying to get on is uh, I'm trying to find somebody that's into the mental health field, that kind of stuff, just to uh, pick their brain about uh, getting through everything we've gotten through so far and how our kids are going to bop through it and that kind of thing. It's really got me, uh, my interest peaked as far as... Uh, What's going to be happening with our ourselves and our families and our kids, you know, <laughs> just going through all this madness. Now we got a war and everything, which I don't know what to think of because I don't believe anybody. <laughs> I, I believe there's a war, or at least Russia has invaded Ukraine. 
But I, I don't think anyone knows why. Well, not that they don't know why. I, you know, I ain't going to speak about it because I don't know shit about it. That's why I want to have an expert on. <laughs> so I've been uh, hounding the internets trying to find somebody to, to rap with about that. Uh, i got a couple more bands coming up, some old ones. Don't want to say anyone's names or anything like that because uh, I'm just going to make sure it happens first because, uh, yeah, they don't have to have any uh, empty promises. <laughs> but I have a pretty good feeling about this. I'm pretty booked up this coming weekend with a bunch of podcasts, so I'm going to put a bunch in the can and keep filtering out. I'm trying to do one a week still. Uh, it might be every other week or every week and a half. Whatever time allows, I'm going to keep going on it. Oh, man, what else? Music. What have I been listening to that has been worth a crap? I, what was I jamming to today? Oh, I was on a Nirvana kick for no good reason. Well, I guess there's no bad reason. But I played their uh, the latest, the, the last album, and uh forgot how much I liked that. I didn't like them when they first came onto the scene, because, you know, they were killing all my super cool metal but uh, in utero. But, man, that, that was a, a really decent album. Yeah, very good album. What else? The Ghost, I guess I've been jamming a lot of that. Uh some reason, I've been listening to Live. Way back in the day, Throwing Copper album. Man, that's a good album. Really freaking good album. Some Zeppelin, because I never really got much into them either when I was a kid, so I'm trying to rip through that stuff. And uh, the old, uh, the new Tool, well, not new. It's I think they just remastered uh, Opiate, something like that. I don't know if there's only a song out right now. It's called Opiate Squared or something like that. But that one's been really good, too. Always like some Tool. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, anyway, with this, uh, this, I don't know if you even call it a diet anymore. We just don't, we just don't eat. We eat one meal a day. Maybe that's what it's called, the one meal a day diet. OMAD, one meal a day. Yeah, that's it, OMAD. I remembered. I didn't know there was a thing for it. I was just uh, looking online for some, uh, if you're eating one meal a day, what should you eat? And Obviously, if it's one meal, then you can almost eat, well, the way I've been doing it is like, uh, I don't know, like the other day I was uh, sitting over the sink eating like a uh, fucking raccoon, (laughs) some cold chicken parmesan (laughs) until I was stuffed, and then I was done. And uh, But yeah, I don't know how, I mean, so far it's been working, man, and the weekends I kind of, I'll still maybe have, weekend I had to have some breakfast. I don't have to, but... What's funny is we've been doing this, I think, now for, I'd have to ask the wife, but I think two or three months. I think she's down over 20 pounds. I'm down, I might be right at 20 by tomorrow. Thursday's my usual check-in day. But and it's but it's been effortless, man. I mean, uh, I'm fitty, and I tell you what, I've not been feeling like working out or nothing like that, but I, I get about, oh, I'm fat, man. About 10,000 steps in a day during the week. The weekends, that goes to about negative three steps. <laughs> I don't seem to move around too much on the weekends. 
But I, I am uh, hitting the old uh, elliptical for a little bit. I'm talking a little bit. I started off again on the elliptical this week. I haven't done it in probably four months. And I start off with, and I do this every goddamn thing I do, I set the, the resistance all the way as high as it goes, and I start off at the top. <laughs> so needless to say, about three minutes later, <laughs> I'm huffing and puffing and almost dying. So I jump off that thing, and I get on my recumbent bike and do another 15 on that. Usually gets me going. And I do throw around some weights. I got this there's new thing everyone's doing. Uh, not everyone, but it's called it's sledding. It's just where you push and pull this sled, this weighted sled. Think of like the shit the uh, football players do. Except the big thing is, especially when you're getting older, is pulling it backwards. I heard this on a podcast. It was probably Joe Rogan. I'm sure it was. One of them, I don't know. There's like 17 I listen to. But the guy is knees over toes guy on Instagram and that kind of stuff. Knees over toes. But he has this really, uh, he, he kind of just works out the things you never worked out in the gym. Like, you know, you always worked out your quads, your hams, and everything like that. Calves. And um, he does the, like, the, all the, the little uh, muscles around that. I am so technical. But anyway, when you walk back, when you're pulling a sled backwards, you got like the ropes hooked around your waist, or I hold on to them just for resistance for the arms. But as you walk backwards, man, it, it feels really good. You know, it's really easy. You start working up a, uh, a pretty good, uh, you know, your heart rate runs up. This is all for you, my, me old friends. <laughs> all you young punks that listen to around the world, just do whatever you're doing because you're just burning calories and I hate you. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I got this wooden sled I built out of some pallets, and I put a, well, I think right now I got 100 pounds on it. I don't know. It depends. A lot, but the resistance is me and me pulling it, and I'm just dragging it across my driveway, my concrete driveway. So, you know, it smells like a nice firewood every now and then if I get going fast enough. But, yeah, it's it's a nice, it uh, it really stabilizes you. And, you know, the older you get, my mom is like, falling down since she's been in a, a care facility like four times it, it scares the shit out of me you know it's it's the fucking worst thing is when older people fall down you know and to try and you know get myself prepared for older age i want to be obviously i want to be lighter and, and more uh in shape but i want to keep my flexibility and my uh ability to you know stay on my feet so this walking backwards, I mean, it's just, it's as simple as pulling a sled backwards, you know, and then push it forward if you want to, or just keep pulling it backwards. Knees over toes, guys. Look, knees over toes guy. Look at him up if you want to get into it. But it's been really helpful for me, and it really, like, uh, it works out your body in a total different way that it's not used to. It feels really good, like on your joints and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, my legs... Always, I'm pretty strong in the legs, not like crazy, but it's just like, you know, you be 300 pound dude for part of your life. You're going you're gonna to have decent legs, but I've been lighter now for a long time too. So I'm like trying to keep that, uh, my dexterity up and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm notoriously horrible, horrible on my feet. <laughs> I don't fall. I'm very sure footed, but if I have a look at a skateboard and it's shadow passes by me, I will fall. <laughs> I remember all my friends, uh, Mel, I think it was Mel and Jeff, 
the Schiltz is they tried getting me out to try rollerblading. This is when uh, Jason and I had the Club Main back in Sandwiches, this teen club. So we had the whole thing to ourselves always. It was a big kid playground for us anyway. So they put me on these, I think it, uh, it must have been rollerblades. You know, this is 90s, I think. And, oh, my God, I, I think I tried. It felt like for hours, I'm sure it was maybe 20 minutes. And I could not, I could not, I had a chair. I was pushing around trying to keep myself upright on this. Oh, it was miserable. I am horrible at that. <laughs> Skateboards, anything like that, I, that is not my bag. I always wanted to do it. I always thought skateboarding looked badass. And, uh, you know, anything to get a big guy to roll around and not to use so much energy is great. But, uh, oh, oh, shit. Computer doing Apple, what are we doing? Come back to me. Oh. Oh, well, now it went (laughs) went from 27 minutes to 52. Oh, no, wait, we're counting down. Why is it just messing with me? 52, now 42, 39. All right, I'm not going to count down for you. That's stupid. (laughs) Oh, anyway, I am all over the place tonight. I'm sorry. But anyway, I'm sure-footed Jim. (laughs) Anyway, I'm trying to keep my mobility up. I'm trying to keep my mind uh, moving as far as uh, learning some new things. I'm getting back a little bit more into painting after that. I don't know if you guys heard the talk with uh, there's the Art of War, War of Art pod- podcast I did with Carrie Davis. Uh, sorry, Carrie Gossett. And uh, that one really got me back into trying to paint again. I was just like, you know, I've been out of it for a while. I haven't been super motivated. Now, you know, after a while you realize, well, <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to probably be alive again tomorrow. Why don't you keep doing some things you really love doing and try and get better at it instead of just staying the stagnant asshole, being all stubborn and shit because the world seems weird right now. So I got back into it. I got this one. I, I didn't think it was going to take me that long. And I've probably, uh, well, I don't know how many hours I got into it, but it's a bunch and it's nowhere near where I want it. I'm still messing with perspective. Like I had this little jettison, little island thing, this, you know, this outcrop of rock that has a tree on it in the kind of midground. But then there's mountains in the background. There's a stream running through it. And then there's this weird cliff on the left and some boulders up close. So there's, if you think about it, there's all these different, uh, I don't know, perspectives, just these uh, distances in the painting, which is the hardest thing for myself to create. So I'm trying to... Uh, I tried to keep my color palette low and just, you know, mess with my the values of the color to try and get them to uh, express distance. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What to, when I do these ones by myself, I don't know what to talk about except the stuff I'm doing. So <laughs> that's what you got. <laughs> but yeah, that's, so that's, you know, it's fun. I get my little art studio going again, which I love. And uh, what else? Oh, I've been cooking a lot. I think I said that in the last time. The latest thing I made was a delightful chicken parmesan, which, oh, my God. Ooh, chef's kiss. I have to give that one to myself. It was delightful. Panko crusted, uh, hand breaded. Uh, I use chicken breast on these, which, I don't know, these chickens must be the size of I don't, goddamn pterodactyls or something like that because one boob must have weighed a pound, so... I had to pound it out, and still the thing was like almost an inch thick. Usually you want to get them about a half inch thick, ideally for me. 
But, uh, oh man, they came out really good. You know, you just, uh, thank God for the wife. She, uh, cans all of our tomatoes over to summer because we get a shitload of them from the farm. And we have, a, we have a garden down at our, uh, family's farm. So we get some really sup- nice tomatoes come out of there and some peppers and stuff like that. And she always cans and she does it all in one weekend. I don't know how, but she will do up to like, I don't know how many cans, a shitload. I still got a pantry almost full, but I use that to make the marinara for that. Just a little uh, olive oil in the pan, razor thin slice, a whole bunch of garlic. Get that garlic sizzling, some red pepper flake, and then dump in that uh, the canned tomatoes that she had. And oh my God, man, it makes a killer marinara sauce. And uh, yeah, as I said, it just panko crusted the chicken breast, pounded them out real thin, well, as thin as I could until I got bored. I said they were still pretty thick. But yeah, then pan fried them. Oh my God, it's so crunchy. It was like the next day I took it out of the fridge and it was still crunchy. So... Always do that shit yourself. Learn a few little things to cook, especially for my gentleman friends. Just learn a couple things to cook really well, and it will serve you your whole life. You can always whip that off your wife or your girlfriend and stuff like that. Just, yeah, just find something and just perfect it. No matter how simple it is, even a perfect cheeseburger is great, but do something and make it perfect. <laughs> for you ladies, too. Just anyone. Just at least you have a couple dishes under your belt that you do awesome. I have a weird clicking going on up here. My house falling down. Oh, it's a water pipe. Anyway, so yeah, I'm getting into that, and I'm trying to get. I've been taking a lot of shots of it, as I've been saying. I'm, I'm I've been teasing or trying <laughs> to get this. Uh, also, the video production done for uh, making food videos. So I got all the recipes, most of the recipes I want to do. I got the stunt kitchen ready. I got some, let's see, I got the smoker, obviously. All my gadgets are good to go. My lighting is okay. My sound, I'm going to try doing using a lapel mic for that to get it going. I do have a boom mic type situation, but most of the stuff's just going to be me. So I'm going to try and do like two... Uh, two static cameras and then have my uh my peanut my my little girl reese run around with a camera just on like a handheld a little uh as a i forgot what it's called a giblet giblet i don't know what it is you put it on there so it doesn't shake around too much that way she can get up close and personal with some uh uh up close shots and stuff like that but that all takes a lot of time and energy, and oh my God, I don't have any energy. Don't get old. But uh, I'm trying. I'm going to figure it out, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, anyway, guys, I think that's about it. Uh, thanks for listening to these. Uh, I know these gym solos are pretty, uh, I don't know, one note, I guess. But uh, I r- really enjoy... Um, Whipping these out there and the feedback is always great. Um, as you guys, whatever your li- platform you're listening on, if you can leave a five star review or that's on uh, the iTunes, uh, I think that's about all you can leave a review on. Probably you can write a review, that'd be cool too. So far, we're sitting at 5.0, which is the top, which thank you very much. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to look and see if there was any new countries 
listening to the pod, which always weirds me out. Let me see. Ba, ba, ba. Guatemala. <laughs> hey, I don't know if I've said that one or not yet. Uh, Australia. You know, I'm just going to whip them all out because thank you guys. It's, I think I've been doing this almost two years now. I'm working on, I think this will be close to the 80th episode. We're rolling in on there 100. And uh, it seems to keep picking up speed. So thanks for listening. I know some of these uh, episodes get pretty slow, but uh, thank you, everybody. Guatemala, Australia, New Zealand, Italy, Saudi Arabia, France, Slovakia, Singapore, Bangladesh, Denmark, Vietnam, Brazil, India, Canada, España, Spain, Romania, Taiwan, Germany, and the UK. And yeah, mostly from the United States. So, hey man, thank you all very much. Keep on listening. Uh, if you want to be on a show, it's as easy as contacting me at 1-815-883-1077. Leave a message, leave a note, leave something funny, uh, a knock-knock joke. It'll get on the podcast because we are a small little tugboat. I don't know where we're going, but uh, we're tough and we're going to get there. <laughs> All right, guys. Love yous. Keep being cool. That's all I got. That was the worst ending ever. Love you guys. Take care. Talk to you soon. Oh, my God. Is Jim still there? Hey, that's a me. I'm stopping now. Bye.